Peace. Welcome to Mind Stillness, spirituality for the average person just trying to do the life thing better. Today, Laura and Shui bring you a conscious conversation to bring that mindfulness to mind stillness. Anything from understanding ourselves and our family of origin to where we're going in this life. Let's be here together without overthinking this. When our mind is still, we'll find the truth. Once you get to that place of confidence in yourself and acknowledging that humans are an inter inter interdependent species, right? We're all one. Being all one is that we're literally all, all in this together. Right? That means like for real though, like we have to do this stuff together. In all steps of life, we're helping each other out. Even like speak about thoughts and manifestations, all that tangible went earlier. Like the headphones I'm wearing, this microphone, this jacket, this house that I'm living in, right? Your computer, my computer, your phone, your headphones, the car you're in, the couch you're on, the shoes you're wearing, or if you're even not wearing shoes, and the floor and the ground you're on, especially say if you're in a housing department or something. It took a group of people to build that, working together and interdependently, right? Because there's a difference between interdependence and codependency. Oh, can I get amen? <laughs> All right. Uh, so so do, 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 are we going to really get into this? Yeah, we're going to get into this right now. All right. I didn't think I was going to get into this tonight. But like, especially when it gets into codependence, right? Like, so codependency explained in 20 seconds or less. Codependency is the feeling like others' emotions and behaviors are your responsibility. Those of y'all who didn't see that, that was a mic drop. Really, it is that simple, right? There's a difference of being empathic and being codependent. And I think a lot of people associate empathic with codependency, right? And those things people get confused about because it's like, oh, I'm an empath. I'm supposed to feel everyone's emotions. And that's what makes me special. Well, like, yes, it does make us special, right? Because I'm empathic and people are like, what? Like, it doesn't affect you. It's like, yeah, because I'm so grounded in my vibration. I know what's mine and I know what isn't mine, right? A lot of people who feel like they're depressed or anxious, you're actually really not depressed or anxious. It's just that you're, the people you hang out with are really shitty and they're feeding off of you and they're energy vampires and you still have this responsibility in your mind like you feel like you're supposed to take care of them. So you associate your time with them and you spend so much time with them that your vibration matches theirs and your vibration matching theirs is the one that you end up carrying. So that's why you magically or somehow feel really good when you're by yourself and you haven't seen them in two weeks. It's one of those things where the break is like, you know what? It actually is you, because it's not me, <laughs> right? But like in all truth and blunt honesty, that's the situation, right? Codependency is when you have this tendency to feel responsible for other people and their outcome. And like, it doesn't just have to be in romantic relationships. Like that's a place where it shows up and it gets super fucking obvious. But for me, like I found it what really shown the light was the relationship I had with my parents, specifically my dad. Why? All right. So the whole thing about moving back from college, all right, I went to, I worked in Amsterdam for a little bit. I was dead set on moving on Amsterdam and telling people all this, I'm going to go to Amsterdam. In hindsight, I'm grateful I didn't move there. And then basically set up to get that high paying job right out of college, right? 
Um, but I didn't do that. My dad was very sick. He was in heart failure. He had like 10% function of his heart. Um, he noticed I was getting healthier and better as well as like our relationship was like terrible. Like we couldn't really have a conversation without screaming at each other. And he was literally dying. And so I was just like, okay. He's like, all right, and I'm going to try this vegan or vegetarian thing you do. And I've seen has made a difference in you. You can move home. I haven't seen my son in a long time. Da, 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 da. And a lot of, a lot of stuff happened that I'm not going to be sharing. Right. But the whole thing about that is it was really hard, right? To make that choice to move back home, right? And moving back home and helping him, of course, I helped myself, like talking about healing, you know, relationship and being like very transparent with the way how I interact in a situation and what that does, right? What energy am I putting out and what energy am I receiving, right? And so the whole thing is through time, how a lot of things happen is I would be so attached to what he would eat and what he would watch. Of course, like news, right? It stresses you out and makes you get like so addicted to uh, what's it called? Cortisol. And if you haven't heard of that, but cortisol is like the stress hormone that literally will kill you slowly in excess. It's like stress is the number one attribution to disease, like making your life not of ease, of disease, of disease, right? Through particularly like news channels, like whatever popular one in the country that you're in that literally is programmed to make you be afraid. So you act out of flight because when you find something that you're afraid, you pay attention because you feel like it's important and it's an emergency. And for them, that converts to uh, broadcast time and viewers, right? And then when you're in that state and you go, you're in the state of like absorption and then the commercials go on then they sell you shit right but back to all this whole stuff here is i would get so involved in how what he would watch how he was eating all these things it actually did work really well you know like <laughs> he did lose like 40 pounds to get off all his medication but then you know you fast forward a few years he's back on most of the medication and he gained most of the weight back and know like he's getting better with the news relationship because he's starting to realize himself that like hey like I can't be eating this way like I can't be living this way this actually makes my life a lot harder it is the reason why I'm in this situation is what I'm eating yeah there's a genetic condition but our genes are can be shifted and changed through our diet because like if you think about literally your body is cells that are made by things you put in like food and water like straight up it really is that simple right but the main thing about it is like that relationship with my dad and understanding like that emotional charge I would get about like if he would be drinking a coca-cola or something and how like emotionally involved I would get I understood how that wasn't very healthy <laughs> and it wasn't sustainable and what other parts of my life did I do this with you know like what other parts of my life was I taking responsibility for the ways my friends behaved or the way my partners would behave, you know, and then like change myself based on that to do some type of emotional regulation. The whole thing is to understand that, okay, this behavior is actually not living in alignment with myself. If you want to best help people, help yourself, boo-boo, because then you have more energy than to truly be in alignment to give someone from a place of like caring and not from like, man, you gotta eat this. <laughs> you, you might get my drift, my, my drift from that. But the whole thing about this is like, 
when it gets into being interdependent, that's about being so connected with yourself that you understand, say, your role or the way that you help. And when you want to give someone food, if they don't accept it, well, then they don't want it, right? You can't make someone eat something. You can't make someone listen to something. You can't make someone receive it, right? That's a, probably a better way to say it. You can't make someone receive something they do not want to receive. They might have it in their hands. They might eat that plate. They might go to your show. They might sit down and meditate. They might come with you to your yoga class. Their body might be there, but they're what I was speaking about earlier in this podcast. For those within the Patreon, you'll understand this is all one fluid thing that we chop up, <laughs> right? But the whole thing about that, because we understand about that you're busy, but the whole thing about this is that you understand that that emotional charge is what creates your attitude and manifests your reality, right? And so if someone is not receptive to what you're giving, what charge is that doing? Especially when you're trying to force them. What, what energy are you putting out? What energy are they putting out? And what is that creating? open-ended because third eye seeing the visualization you just saw what we were talking about earlier right that's the vision third eye is the place of vision you're like oh third eye doesn't exist like you know like when you're picturing something or like that's literally how it works like don't got to get all mystical with it be like picture a butterfly that picture you saw in your mind that's your third eye it's literally your pineal gland that has rods and cones like the eyes two eyes your the eyeballs on the front of your eyes it looks upward and it constructs pictures in your brain right because we think in pictures and then assign words to it but that's for another day Alrighty. well this was a beautiful podcast uh thank you for tuning in today and I appreciate you so much for listening and for staying in tune. Um, one of the things I definitely need to say is take notes. Like, it's one thing when you just listen to this stuff and it's like really cool. You feel awesome, but take notes if you want to make it. If you want to make a difference, those on the video you'll see. Like, take notes. Right. This is because I listen to stuff. I study every day. Take notes. This is a new notebook, so this one doesn't have a lot in it. But like, take notes, guys. Take notes. Right. The reason why you need to take notes if you really want to learn something is because when you write something down, the pen on the paper and the physical movement of your hand then impregnates that manifestation of that writing into a bundle of cells in your brain. Each time you touch that paper, that memory, that lesson is triggered subconsciously, then becoming more deeply rooted into you to move, then to help you move from that place of understanding into comprehension. And through comprehension, getting into a space of embodiment where you're then emoting that vibration. All right. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you dearly. And yeah, if you have anything, any questions or anything you'd like us to talk about, message us. If you'd really like to make sure that everything gets onto it, join our Patreon. 
N, or I think it's technically called Patron. The first time I heard it was called Patreon, so I say it wrong all the time. <laughs> but join us there, and then that way you could have access to these full videos as well as voting on what we'll talk about and other levels of discussions and getting connected to the Mind Stillness team. And until next time, thank you for joining me today and have a nice day and namaste. Thank you for joining us today for this conscious conversation. If any of this resonated with you, please share with your friends and support us on Patreon to get access to limited content as well as the full episodes. And until next time, I am Shui. Have a nice day. Namaste.